Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Distract Head podcast. This is another episode in the After School series, and this time, instead of a guest, we will be interviewing one of our very own, my co-host, Brian. Other than hosting multiple podcasts and working on one of many side projects, Brian's actual day job is being a data scientist. Today, I speak to him about how he got to where he is. Spoiler alert, he didn't start as a data scientist. We'll follow him on his journey involving pre-med students, IT consulting apprentices, EMTs, software QA guys, and so on. Honestly, how does someone make a huge shift from the path of a doctor to now being able to build AI? Join us and learn what happened. There are ups, there are downs, there is living life with ADHD, and going down a path of self-discovery. Glad you're joining us, and let us continue on to... The Distract Head Podcast. It is the Distract Head Podcast. So after school, I realized that everything that I learned um, was not applicable to what people actually do in real life. So that's pretty much my post-school experience and the podcast. Um, All right, we're, we're done recording. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That 30-second so, podcast. <laughs> so, Brian, let, let, let's start with, let's, let's start from the beginning, though. Okay, yeah, let's go. Let's do what, this. What would you start off studying? So when I first got into college, I had this goal of being uh, a doctor to you know, please my parents being how Asian of you Korean American. Yeah. Being Korean American yeah. and all, um, wanted mm-hmm. to, wanted to prove that I was worth my salt. That I was worth mm-hmm. pushing out. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah. so you wanted to be, you wanted to be a doctor to save lives, right? So <laughs> that's what I said. What I really wanted to do was to prove to everybody that I could be a doctor and be smart. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but of course, I didn't think about that until way later after I spent like seven mm-hmm. years trying to trying to find every single facet and every single like working my, my way down the ladder <laughs> of the medical mm-hmm. um, the medical career library of all the shit you can do as a as a medical anything. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't become a doctor. No, no. Uh, in fact, I, I graduated and then um, did not become a doctor. I was actually, you know, uh, so I graduated in, in 07, right? Which is it's a five-year college or person. And I didn't know, like, so I didn't know. I never had it in my mind that I was ever going to do anything, career, anything. Like, I mean, I, it was like I, I, I had this abstract idea that I, want, that I was going to be a doctor, right? Like, I could do it. Mm-hmm. I actually still believe I can I don't want to so like there's mm-hmm. all those things that I kind of had to figure out in between so like when I first went into into college I went into like um like the specialized natural sciences school of you know all the like everybody thinks whoever better than everybody else type of school um within the mm-hmm. college right and so you, but you were pre-med though right yeah like, I was you were I, a pre-med student yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I was and Go on uh, the path I was on the path, but um, what ended up happening is I, I stopped caring <laughs> and I didn't really mm-hmm. care that I didn't care. I just, I, I think mm-hmm. what happened is that like, I actually burned out 
uh, I didn't I didn't know mm-hmm. it at the time, but I burned out and I just wanted to do something different. But I I couldn't bring myself to like change, like change my majors, or like change mm-hmm. to study something different. I just didn't. It didn't occur to me that I I really could. I didn't really care for it. I didn't engage with it. I just kind of went with it, right? So I never changed my major ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I what, just what was the major? Because pre pre med isn't isn't like the major. Yeah, yeah, right? it was physiology. Oh, yeah. Okay. And okay. and I can actually tell you the moment that I was like, what the f- is this even worth it? So like I was sitting in a physiology class and what happened was I was listening to the instructor and, and or the, the professor and he was saying something about how like we don't have a definitive reason to understand like why we have cramps because we were talking about like um, like, you know, body chemistry and like, you know, what mm-hmm. what causes whatever right like heartbeat and it's like all cardiovascular but then we we started on top talking about this topic of muscles and i i thought myself something of an athlete at the time and mm-hmm. and when i when they said when he said we don't understand the reason why i'm like what that's something that everybody has to experience at some point how do we not know so like this idea of like being a doctor and knowing and having all this knowledge and like being right all the time Mm-hmm. So, and of course, that's not how I knew it. I just thought that like doctors just knew, right? It was just yeah, a very yeah. abstract idea uh, in my mind of what, what, what it meant to be a doctor. And, and, and it, I, I think that's the moment that it broke my reality. Like I didn't know how to like come back from that because I, I didn't really have any thoughts. I was just kind of like, shit, I thought every, they knew everything. So what the fuck is the point? so like yeah yeah and and that's not the way i would have said it at the time right it's it's, i just i didn't i I didn't i couldn't admit at the time like i didn't have any idea of like um what it actually meant or what the actual process was like from a life standpoint because like the goal was always like you know get good grades be this thing be the label of whatever it is right so i was i had that very strong in my mind so it like Mm-hmm. meant something to me to be that and i had to i had this whole like entire fucking post <laughs> post yeah. like college secondary education story that's like that kind of makes a lot of the things make sense as far as like how all over the place i was when i was when i was younger too for sure well so so it's interesting because it's not like you're you're graduating and they hand you the diploma and you're like this isn't for me yeah yeah it was was in a class yeah but the interesting thing is you still stuck with the degree yeah i didn't know what else you didn't change your major yeah i didn't know what else to do i I never really thought about it i didn't engage with it i was just like okay well i know i could do it so i'm just gonna do it um i'm gonna i'm gonna follow through with it because you have to finish what you start right like you gotta be Mm -hmm. like you gotta if it's hard then it's it's worth it even more like this idea of just like pushing right Mm -hmm. um and i mean you hear about like we learned more recently, I think it, like things like toxic positivity and all this other talk, mm-hmm. like kind kind of came out as as like like applied psychology started to permeate like every everything mm-hmm. everywhere because like we we all became started started becoming exposed to like all this information that we didn't have like back back then, which I'm, I feel like I'm dating myself a little bit, but but yeah, we we didn't have that all all that exposed. We weren't exposed to all that information, so like in my mind. I'll tell you what I do now. I'm a data scientist now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I'm not like, I'm not what you would think. So like, there's a lot of different jobs in the data science field. I would say that I'm, mine would fill more in the area of like, 
<laughs> there's no there's no title for it. So I'm like a, a project manager, data analyst, engineer, kind of consultant. Because <laughs> I, I put all these things to like I make all the things fit, and then I roadmap it, and then I show people this is what it's going to look like. We're gonna figure out how to get all the tools and stuff and all the pieces and of like all the things that work together, and then we're gonna work with all the other departments to kind of get their way in and build an entire thing to get this moving along right like to to get to that stuff that you actually want to see and understand and um like work with people to to come up with some sort of solution right so that's that's what i do now right but that's definitely not <laughs> what i started with mm -hmm. so like how the hell did i get here yeah yeah so, so like <laughs> you graduated with that yeah yeah probably driven by culture driven by yeah, blind, blind drive. In, your parents. Yeah, yeah. Blind, blind drive. So, so what was your first job then? Yeah, out of so, uh, you graduate with this degree. Yeah, it's interesting, mm -hmm. dude, um, dude. It's it's super fast because some of our friends like actually make make fun of me because they were like, "Hey, you remember when you thought you were going to be a doctor? Stupid!" <laughs> <laughs> and this is after like I used to make fun of them because they didn't know how to fix their computer, and I just I I had enough like I didn't realize that like. I had this thing in my mind where like, if you turn a hobby into a job, then it just becomes a job and it sucks. Right. But mm -hmm. it's, it's really mm -hmm. like how you look at it. Um, and talk about that later, but like when, when <laughs> there were times when we were in college and like people would have like problems with their computers and stuff, I'm like, Oh, huh, mm -hmm. give it here. And then I, I do a thing and then, and then it works. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, and yeah. it's beyond just like clicking through emails for like your parents and stuff like that. This is actually like, I'm, I'm actually like, Oh, uh, it looks like your video cards burned out. So you're probably gonna have to get a new one. Right. Like that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like where you actually know <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Uh, like what all the like kind of symptoms and signs and stuff like that are of like a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, it's funny that I call it symptoms cause considering like my educational <laughs> background, but like, yeah, yeah so you can <laughs> kind of tell, <laughs> you gotta tell, but yeah, I just, I, I, I like video games and stuff and, and I did, I didn't realize it at the time, but like the things that I was learning to get to play video games, like when I was younger, actually translated mm -hmm. into having like a practical skill as I got older. So that's the first mm -hmm. job that I got. I was actually, uh, uh, I started in IT consulting um, for small, medium-sized mm -hmm. businesses as an apprentice too. So it was like, um, I don't know if, if you don't know what apprenticeships are uh, for everybody listening, it's like apprenticeships are typically something that you do in trade skills where you learn, where mm -hmm. you like, uh, you go through like a certain time period where you're, uh, like an apprentice learning from someone who's either a master tradesman or a journeyman or what, depending on where the, I don't know what all the rules are. It's, I think it's different for every defined, uh, trade industry, but yeah, I have a, I have a very different respect for people that are masters of their trade that mm -hmm. I, I certainly didn't have when I was younger. I think like when we were younger for sure, I mean, it, I think even now, like there's still this perception of like, oh, it's like unskilled work, but dude uh oh, no way yeah it's not yeah. at all like it's not at all uh, yeah um it, it's like you you have to know a lot to be able to like even plumbing like have you ever tried have you ever tried installing like a a <laughs> washer and dryer pain in the dude, ass like i had to yeah. <laughs> um like i had to actually like look up all that stuff and by the time uh someone actually came in to like install it like so some when you order a new one like a lot of times they have like people come in and install it for you too. Like the way I had my old one set up, I guess was like not up to code. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, I, I, I had a, you're, I guess you're not supposed to plug in um, like, like an adapter 
cord like a four prong cord mm-hmm. into a three prong like adapter cord or whatever and they were like mm-hmm. do you want to keep this because we're going to switch out the other one. i'm like yeah why wouldn't you just plug it in to use the adapter and they're like they're like why why would you do that like i don't i don't know and then i looked it up later and, and it's actually like it's like a, it's like a code that you're supposed you're not supposed to do that <laughs> you're actually supposed <laughs> to have like the the either the three prong or the four prong, whatever but I had, to, I had to like actually research all that shit but the person was looking at me like mm-hmm. what are you dumb like what what do you what are you suggesting yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah no you're the That's professional why I, don't, I don't know what the apprentice <laughs> yeah. and, then, yeah. and why yeah. it's a trade yeah yeah exactly so um no but i, I it was different though like it was tra- like it, even then at that time it wasn't really necessarily looked at as a trade it was looked at kind of like this weird space between like like mm-hmm. like pr- kind of program like computer stuff and then like engineering type stuff and then just kind of like the people that handle phones like that sort of thing mm-hmm. but yeah i actually started in that and then went into like kind of software engineering qa ux design type of work in uh, in quality assurance um so, yeah so when you when you became the apprentice like did you go to businesses and were you like a outsourced it yeah pretty much service where you fix stuff okay yeah. so, so like it, it wasn't like your geek squad where you go to no and like, like fix someone's yeah, no, personal no. well i mean you could for, yeah like you could i mm-hmm. could fix someone's like you know like work laptop and stuff because so, that's all kind of part of the job but um, there's like small, medium sized businesses. So you're typically like a, a all in all inclusive IT person. So it wasn't just Geek Squad, like Geek Squad, they, they handle a lot of like your um, your typical like desktop, like individual PC type mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. What I what I handled was like network deployments and, and architecture and IT and mm-hmm. um, security monitoring and, and like prevention, um, getting into like the prevention space and like optimizing like larger scale you know, platform, cloud computing, that sort of thing. By the way, we were able to work remotely like 10 years before the fucking pandemic happened. So um, <laughs> I was setting that stuff up and it wasn't like uh-huh. new tech at the time. Either. I mean, it was emerging, right? Mm-hmm. But like it was stable enough so that people could do that. So it did like, yeah. I was so, I remember being so confused, like, like, wait, if you're able to work remotely and this office is so small, why don't you just like take this call from home? They're like, oh yeah, no, we can't do that. Like what? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so I mean, and, and this is like I'm I'm like you know twenty something after after trying and failing over and over again trying to like my whole doctor thing was was pretty funny man like I actually went I went from like doing because I went to uh, community college after college so like after I graduated university I went to community mm-hmm. college to try to like so maybe I'll work my way up like that was my logic at the time and like again. This is before Reddit. This is before all this other shit where like people actually explain the like real experiences. Maybe mm-hmm. trolls, I don't know. But like um I I went through like trying to get into the nursing program. I got cut through that. Trying to get into like an EMT pro like a like a paramedic oh, program. I got uh-huh. I I I failed that too. And Oh, so you yeah. did all that before going into this yeah. IT. Yeah. I was like path. I was like uh, I'm like if I if I in my mind, I got, I got my ego beat down pretty bad. Like I was like, I'm like, mm. man, if I can't even, if I, in my mind at the time, I was like, if I can't even do like, and I don't think this, it's not the lowest level job. I actually think it's like a, a very challenging mm. job, and, and people should get paid a lot more for doing what they do in the in the emergency like rescue space, like EMTs. Yeah, like EMTs, like Dude, like police, like firemen, like, like the 
like public service but, jobs like yeah, it's man. it's uh yeah it's it's on a it's on a different level of like i, I think commitment even though i feel like the mental fortitude you need oh yeah um right like, yeah yeah <laughs> like the too. things the things you see that the, the like, yeah, but that, that was also part of it too is that like the more i kind of saw what it was really like um i was losing a bit of my like i was losing a bit of my uh compassion like i I'd started getting mm-hmm. like it was compassion fatigue is what we know it as now but like i didn't i mean at the time like i was such I was such an asshole i was like so i was so damaged as a, as a kid myself i was like when i say kid i'm like 20 something but like uh, <laughs> like i i just had this idea everybody pushed through everything right like if you can't do it then you're mm-hmm. not worth like that sort of thing so um mm-hmm. yeah but anyway like i got all that shit kicked out of me <laughs> after mm-hmm. failing over and over and over again and then went into the it space you know networked with a couple of friends from our circle like landed a job at a, at a big tech company and and um like kind of grew from there but went through mm-hmm. cycles of like you know burnout and all that sort of stuff so which which is actually pretty integral to to my story <laughs> mm-hmm. so but yeah i did i did start out in the it space i was like super driven and it, i think it was to like the way i described it was I'm, i was trying to make up for lost time and and mm-hmm. that was yeah there's there's other uh, i'll explain a little more but i'll pause there <laughs> so i don't want to do this cheesy metaphor mm-hmm. But it does sound like you came into college, you're like, I'm going to be a doctor. We know everything. Mm. Once you realize the truth, it broke you down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you came in with this, like, what do, what do you call that? Where like right eye, bushy tail. Like huh? I was passionate. And you, <laughs> yeah. And, and you were, you were honestly, you, you were kind of humbled going through the EMT program, the nursing, whatever programs. Mm-hmm. And it kind of remolded you to start this new path starting fresh with a different, more mature perspective. I wouldn't say and I was quite mature you, yet. <laughs> more, more mature. I was primed to become that, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, but like, then you found something you're more passionate about that you were kind of molding yourself towards this completely separate path. I still yeah. don't see the link between IT, though, and data science. So, <laughs> Yeah, so um, I never thought of myself as a math person. I still don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. So like that was the thing that was interesting. So like when when you're talking about passion, like I didn't. I I liked it because I liked video games. I didn't like it because mm-hmm. I liked do like calculating the fucking numbers and like plugging things in and cleaning mm-hmm. up cables. Like I'm, if you know me, I'm not exactly like the most organized or cleanest person. Uh, like mm-hmm. if you look at my house, everything's like stuffed in the closet. You know, like that. That's how mm-hmm. I clean. Um, <laughs> And then I'll deal with it later, like that type of thing. But it was something I was good at. So that's what I leaned into. Um, Mm -hmm. And as I got better at it, as I leaned into it, I started to apply it to like solve problems and sort things out and figure things out. And that's when, how I ended up getting into, uh, well, the space I work in is in people analytics. It's like super volatile. Uh, honestly, like when, when it comes to like <laughs> how stable it is, like how, how easy it is to like go through and do your job. I, I haven't seen a place where it's actually like done in a way where it it's it, like, I feel like it's conducive to, to real results. But like, um, mm-hmm. what ended up happening was as I was doing, as I was like working in, in my, in engineering, essentially, like my, my whole job was to manage a community that was doing like 
uh, I mean, I think the closest thing that we could think of it as like beta testing. So like, you know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. testing some stuff before it actually goes out into like a larger audience, right? But this beta test, this kind of, and call it like alpha or like prototype testing was 8,000 people plus at, at its yeah. largest point in the US. Yeah, and it was like a team of like 13 people that was like managing all of that, like remotely. So mm -hmm. what I ended up having to, cause there was, I was working like insane hours at the time. Like it was mm -hmm. just, this is before the whole idea of like work-life balance was really like kind of permeating the, the corporate culture or whatever. And, um, and for me, I was just, I was just on the grind, right? I'm just doing the best that I can trying to make up for lost time. Like I said before, uh, was mm -hmm. my frame of mind at the time. And I learned how to organize the information that was coming in from all of these different systems in a way where I could just look at something and then be like, okay, so this is what we need to do or that what, that's what we need to do. Uh, it's called building a dashboard now, but like, it's, it's what you would say, like <laughs> analytics, like, right. Yeah. Like this stuff is kind of built into even like social, if, the easiest way to look at it is like social media. Like if you change your, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, Instagram, Instagram profile to like a business account, you get ac access to like all your numbers and metrics and that sort of stuff. And who, who's looking at your stuff, what demographic or what out of the information that or people that disclose, I don't think, I don't know if you're required to do it. I don't think you are. Um, but like, yeah, you get to start seeing kind of that demographic information. Like that's essentially what I did, except it was stuff like project status, distribution status, the number of like defects that were reported, like which defect, like mm -hmm. the rate of defects that were actually fixed, um, like that sort of stuff. And I, and going through the entire process of organizing, this is also when I learned project management too. <laughs> like mm -hmm. when I was working mm -hmm. fucking hard, I was on the grind, like really hard. Um, mm -hmm. But but I think this is, this is the first time I think, uh, like around when I was doing all of that and I sorted it all out and I fixed it. Right. I like in my mind, I'm like, mm -hmm. I fixed it. I fucking figured it out. I got it. Right. Um, I was like sleeping in the office and stuff when, when I was doing this, like, I think Damn. I was mm -hmm. on a, I was on like a, like, I can't remember if it was like three months straight, but I think in between that I took like maybe a, a weekend, um, for like a good six month period, just like nonstop, uh, like doing it, like getting it, doing it, getting it, you know, learning this and, and figuring this out. And I was just fueled by, honestly, it was like fueled by rage. Like I was, I was so pissed. <laughs> like I was so like, pissed at I what? was like, I was so pissed at this idea where like I did all this. Like, so this is what it was like. So I, I got, I, I kind of started getting jaded because I had this idea that when you get your job and you get your degree and, and, or you get your degree, you get your job and then like your life kind of you know, levels out and then you can spend your nine to five doing your work thing and, and like having the life, right? Like just, you can, mm -hmm. you know, you just need to sit with that schedule. And that is not what it was at all. Like I was working nonstop, like the, the things mm -hmm. that people were asking me to do as a, as a, uh, like, oh, we just do this. We need to do the job or whatever. Right. And I remember at the time I was thinking like, fuck, if I was going to work this hard, I should have just, I should have just tried harder when i like to be a doctor right like if i was seriously going to mm -hmm. be spending this much time like um working like this because because it sucked mm -hmm. and there was like no reprieve like even if even if I, I like i knew even if i reported it to like to hr right like i'm like hey uh you know we're, we're I'm, I'm, i haven't stopped working since like and whatever but you were getting overtime pay right so you're still getting paid so like there's this whole mm -hmm. just weird there's no real process to actually like account for how to adjust for these things um because mm -hmm. there's no real control i mean like companies they they get 
they operate based off of what what the law says right so it's not like mm -hmm. after a certain scale the thing the only thing that governs it is is like legislature like uh, aside from that there's really mm -hmm. really not a whole lot aside from i guess if you have like a really strong company culture uh that's possible but uh, it's only uh, only at a certain damn scale yeah so uh i worked you're on a road <laughs> road to burnout man uh no i was i was already burned out like like i ended up in the hospital <laughs> Yeah. So I think mm -hmm. that was I think that was when when the first uh um I ended up in the hospital one day when I was working, right? This is like I'm completely mm -hmm. sleep deprived and all this shit, of course. I ended up like at, at some moment things started getting weird. Like I started feeling like fuzzy. Almost like you know how mm -hmm. when you get like kind of brain fog, right? Like it just seemed like really extreme brain mm -hmm. fog. And I remember turning over and I tried to say something to someone and I couldn't say anything. Like I couldn't, I couldn't make the words. Like I didn't, it was, it was super bizarre. And I was like, oh shit, maybe I just need to go to sleep. Right. And as I was getting up and I'm like trying to tell people that I'm going to go or whatever, I couldn't fucking speak. And it was kind of freaking me out. And I thought I was having a stroke and I didn't know what the fuck to do because mm -hmm. I was, I lost my ability to talk mm -hmm. and it was freaking me the fuck out. So of course, instead of going to the hospital, I go home. Um, and then I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I go home and then I, I texted my, my friend because I was able to still text and I would tell mm -hmm. them like, Hey, I think I need to go to the hospital. And then mm -hmm. they came over and picked me up and went to the hospital. And what was weird is I started getting this like intense, like, uh, I, I found out it was called brain zaps later, but mm -hmm. what I was getting, what I had was a migraine. I was, I was a migraine, it was a migraine attack with an aura. So like, uh, I, I looked uh. it up, like if you see, a um, you know, like how some of, there was these viral videos of like news anchors that all of a sudden they're like, they just like start speaking gibberish on camera. That's no, I, what I, happened. I've never seen this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? You, yeah. So that's what happened to me. It's, it's Shit. called an aura. Um, mm -hmm. and, and it happens, uh, to some people with, with, so some people like see spots and stuff like that. Some people have problems with their vision or like they'll lose vision in an eye, but it, it happens before, uh, like a migraine. It's like part of the migraine attack or whatnot, but I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't know what, what it was. So I thought I was, I thought I was legitimately having a stroke. And I remember being like, what happens if I die? Right? <laughs> like, this is just like, I, I don't even, cause I was thinking straight. Like I was, I knew what I was thinking. I knew what was going on. Uh, like in terms of like my, my consciousness, like being there, but yeah, things, things got pretty bad. Like it, it like, even if I approach, like I, so I went to the ER whatever. Um, and they gave me some shots of stuff for, and then I got sent home, went through this like entire painful evening of like, just like, I, I kind of get this, like, it's like almost, it was almost like central nervous system overload. You know how like your body, uh, um, like when you get the flu or if you get like mm -hmm. a really bad cold, you kind of have like your, you feel like weak and your body doesn't seem to like be able to like pick up anything. It just, it, it felt like that. And, mm -hmm. but more intense, like, and I would feel this weird shock which I found out later was also called brain zaps. Uh, weird shock just like shoot through my body like every 30 seconds to a minute. So I couldn't even sleep because mm -hmm. like I would feel this like shock hit me like every time, you know, I'm like trying to fall asleep or whatever. So like, uh, but it happened that entire week. So like I, even when I try to go back into um, the office like a couple of days later, it happened again, like within the first couple of hours. So, and then I was like, okay, fine. So I took two days off instead. And then uh, uh, try to go back and it happened again. And I was like, 
and by that time they did like a cat scan and all this other stuff and and, and of course i don't know what the fuck is going on i'm just like shit am i gonna yeah. die now is this what's happening um mm -hmm. and then uh the last last one that they uh at the at the third time i went they're like okay let's do a cat scan and figure out like you know what's going on uh they did a cat scan nothing they don't see anything yeah they don't see anything and then and then i i talked to him and and he's like tell me tell me what you're doing like what how do you live your life right <laughs> and i was like i work a lot and uh he's like how much is a lot i'm like mm -hmm. probably like 80 hours it was more than that but like 80 hours mm -hmm. a week um and at the time i was also smoking like a pack or two a day um mm -hmm. i was drinking like every weekend and like still still working every day so yeah like my fuck that I mean, the way that the the doc described me at the time was like having a migraine is like your brain is having like it's like a it's like a thunderstorm it's like a storm in your brain it's like almost like mm -hmm. it's almost like a a, a seizure but not mm -hmm. quite uh I, I don't know it's like these layman's terms and i can't really talk at the time either because i'm like at the ER, like like that's that's how my my uh migraine um kind of the symptomology like manifests itself before it hits hard but i think that was the moment that i started to think like i i i'm not i thought it wasn't just a mental thing like mentally I, I felt like i had to push myself and that's what i was always doing um like really hard and i didn't i didn't think there was a limit to that um because mm -hmm. people would say stuff like oh yeah the the limit to whatever it's like we don't know the limit to human whatever um and i was just just constantly pushing and then you know of course like in the years that come and me like trying to like i vowed to myself that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna work past like um, a certain time uh, after that, but Wait, how, I mean, how, yeah. how did it end though? Like, like how how did you like make it stop? I was very disciplined about when I would stop working. Um, I I got good okay. enough. I got okay. it good enough at sensing it coming on. Like, if I if if I feel it coming on, I just stop working. Um, like you're not. I mean, like I. So I I, <laughs> I kind of know it now too. Uh, um, yeah. But at the time, it was so. It, it was so obvious, like it felt to me at the time because it was very fresh, but like if, it was so obvious to me when it was coming on that I was just like, okay, I need to go home now. So I, I, okay. I had to like stop because- Put, Putting some balance, like putting yeah. some balance back in your life. Yeah, so like after that, I I, mm -hmm. I was like, all right, there's, there's something else that I don't know that I need to figure out because I don't want to go through that again. Like pain is a really good motivator <laughs> to mm -hmm. figure out like what the fuck is going on. So, uh, yeah, I, I, that's actually when, when I got a trainer, I started to like look up how to do stuff in this. And I met with this trainer for, you know, the first time and she's like watching me do my thing. And I thought I was always like, like still physically strong, mm -hmm. but, uh, she coached me through some stuff and she was like, yeah, you move like you're 60 years old. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> You're the professional, so I'm just gonna hear what you have to yeah. say, and then we're gonna keep on doing this and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I realized I actually that's I think where I had started to figure out like what they meant by work life balance. Um, yeah, yeah. And and that is that is an obscure way to say it. There's there's different. I think uh, there's a lot of different like a, applied psychology type 
methods and un- like studies and understanding that that that's applied to like how I go about doing things now, which is very different than just like that blind drive. You need to work hard. You need to do all this stuff. And and also, I think I was like pretty jaded at the fact that like you know like they like when you're younger, right? You're we were told that oh you need to work hard. You need to do this thing. It's like it was, it was super easy, right? And and it wasn't easy at all. And it was like a huge pain in the ass. And it was like a lot of like what it actually takes to to kind of sort out how to live your life like none of that i didn't know any of that shit and it didn't occur to me like i didn't even go to i wasn't even like using my uh, uh health benefits at the time like i didn't even go to the doctor i didn't mm-hmm. do any of that stuff for like years and then and then after mm-hmm. a while like it's it's just like this constant uh i went on other cycles of that happening without like to the point of of like having those series of migraine attacks again but it was like um it, it actually ended up becoming depression after after <laughs> for like years um and it probably was for a really long time and i just didn't know that that that's what it was until like way later but yeah so it's like yeah man yeah yeah it's it's pretty so yeah it reminds me so it reminds me of the story so i you know i used to work at a company it starts with a rhymes with Ramazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that one. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but please but, continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have a reputation. And, you know, I, I wasn't like a, a warehouse, right? Like I was, I was an office guy, so worked with engineers and stuff like that. And, you know, the company has a reputation of, of working you hard as mm. well. But I remember at the time there were a bunch of uh, like managers and like people. And, and by the way, the... the these are some of the best people I've ever worked with, mm-hmm. right? Like, even though the company worked too hard, some mm-hmm. of the best people, even to this day, that I can say I worked with. And, like, I remember we were, like, joking around, and they were all telling a story. I, I was one of the newer people on the team. Yeah. They were talking about one of the engineers, and he was still there when I was there. But, like, he worked so hard, he lost his eyesight for a while. Like, he went blind mm. like from overworking temporarily. That sounds like, like that oh, sounds like what I just talked about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's what it reminded me yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. But what you just told me, like he went blind, and we, we laughed about it because it's like, oh, funny, like he worked so hard, he went blind. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, not funny. it's like not fun. Like when I think about it now, it's not fun. We would joke about it because because mm-hmm. we're all working that hard. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. like you got to laugh about it. But he he, I mean, he definitely had to quit. Right. But um. Yeah, that's what your story reminded me of. Like, yeah. that guy just it probably same, like something similar. He just had a different, like, sim like the way it showed up is, mm-hmm. is slightly different from yours. But yeah, yeah, like, uh, well, I mean, it's 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 an interesting thing because like that cycle of trying to figure because I I mentioned that the the burnout happened multiple times right it wasn't just like that Mm -hmm. one time it was like I recovered kind of from that and then like working towards recovery and still trying to balance the thing and not pushing myself so hard but one of the things that I remember is that I I remember like actually accepting that I, I like I had to accept that I had a limit right and kind of I didn't know that I was being fueled by like being annoyed that people weren't doing this on their own and and like like when you get doing this like why why take such a hard route like just why can't we come up with the solution to figure it out like to do it an easy way like why are you copying pasting thousands of rows of shit like you can Mm -hmm. you can just 
create a feed to like pull that in somewhere, right? Like why why are we why are you making us do it this way? This is, I was like super frustrated, mm -hmm. and and that's part of the reason why I I because I was being motivated by the by the idiocy <laughs> of like the approach on how to do this because I'm like we're spending mm -hmm. an entire week putting this shit together and it's stupid. So why can't we like I mean if if we need to actually do the work why can't we outsource to someone so that we don't have to like be fucking killing ourselves while we're like doing this mm -hmm. um and no one would hear me like i would i would say and they're like yes but this is work yes but this is work yes but this is what we pay mm -hmm. you for like it's all this shit um and i got pissed so i just fucking automated it all of it and i was like mm -hmm. all right now i'm not going to do anything <laughs> but i did <laughs> but but the thing is like i didn't know how to transition from from doing everything all the time to like not doing anything so mm -hmm. But that was actually how I started in analytics. But like the thing was like having that that frustration and like holding on to that and that being the reason for everything, that was actually a major thing that I actually discovered later as uh like after I started going into like therapy and, and all that sort of stuff. So mm -hmm. I would say like a, a major pivotal moment outside of that is like the fact that I got married uh, in between that time too, because mm -hmm. like I I uh, I met my um, now wife Janet at the time. I noticed because I, I always we always had these conversations when I told her like if if we're gonna have kids uh, and this was just us you know doing the couple talk thing like what mm -hmm. if, you know how do you how do you want to live your life and you know what do mm -hmm. you want to do and I then I remember always mentioning like if you want to have kids I can't work at this company yeah because I was still I was still there and <laughs> of course like once you end up going to the hospital now there's like legal like there's there's legal risk involved in that so now everybody's mm -hmm. like being super fucking nice about shit all the time which which mm -hmm. honestly i got more pissed about because i was like why the fuck did you guys not do this before like why do you have to wait until yeah. like like you're because i perceived myself as their hardest working whatever at the time which i probably mm -hmm. was but like it but why would you let that happen right uh yeah so like in my mind at the time i didn't know that it was i didn't think of it as it being under my control i thought of it as like this is this is the thing that that we're doing right and uh i went to therapy because i found myself like always pissed about everything mm -hmm. all the time and like you you knew me from back back when so so you knew this <laughs> so yeah. like yeah and I'm, and I'm like making a really long story short here but like I mm -hmm. it, like this constant like going back and forth and then like like going to therapy and then like I would burn out again I, I would try some stuff I didn't do it right or whatever like I, I would I didn't get the whole picture it eventually led me to a place where I was like while I was doing research on like how to overcome depression right not overcome but like get through it I was actually learning mm -hmm. about like what causes it and all this other stuff and uh fell into this idea of how ADHD and depression is related. So, mm -hmm. and I remember hearing, like, I remember saying this when I was younger, when I first heard about ADHD, I was like, I wonder if I have it, right? Because I, I just, like, I couldn't do anything unless I give myself a reason where like the world is gonna fucking burn if I, if I don't do it. Like, if I don't do this, mm -hmm. everything's gonna fall apart. Like, that's how I treated everything. Like, that was the thing that motivated mm -hmm. me is to put myself into fight or flight and treat everything like it's gonna yeah. be a fucking war. <laughs> before mm -hmm. i did anything um and uh, yeah. and and it, and it probably if if the people that are listening to this like uh, like some of you know me it's like if you knew me when i was younger and how i treated everything you're like wow brian's like super intense about all the stuff all the time um or mm -hmm. like he's like way over the top 
You were. Yeah, I found out I had <laughs>、yeah. ADHD. Like, but、mm-hmm. it was it was.、Uh, so, first time I got called gifted by a psychologist, I was like, "Thank you." Also, that's like you're talking about all the kids that like <laughs> caused trouble and shit when I was a kid. So, like, they asked me if、mm-hmm. I was in a gifted、uh, in a gifted and talented program. I didn't know what the fuck that was.、Mm-hmm. It was actually、uh, one of the from from、uh, a doctor that that came out of the same. College、uh, we went to <laughs> from from、uh, MSU, but like I was I was I remember thinking like I always thought I was smart, <laughs>、mm-hmm. but I, I never. But like、uh-huh. it was also it was, there was also like muddied by like like this ego or this like kind of self justification where you're like putting other people down and you like talk yourself up, try to think or like it's all from insecurity, right? Like I didn't.、Mm-hmm. I always felt like I had to be better, whatever, right? Like I dealt with all the stuff that all the fucking other ADHD kids end up dealing with. Uh, when you're growing up, like the whole bullying thing, like sucking、mm-hmm. at school in some respects, and then stuff like not being able to, like being like super socially awkward, all that sort of stuff when I was younger, right? Because I mean, you're not、mm-hmm. your your brain's developing differently than everybody else. Yeah.、Um, not only、yeah. that, but I also heard like stuff like, "Oh, I don't believe in ADHD," right?、And、I remember being like kind of pissed、mm-hmm. about it because I, I like I thought that I may Wait, have like, had it re- recently. No, not recently. Oh, oh, when you were a kid.、Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, but I hear.、Uh-huh. I mean, I hear people talk about it like that, which I mean, it's it's ignorance. It's not. I mean, I get、mm-hmm. it, right? So, but there's this isn't like it's not a matter of whether or not you believe it in or not. It's a matter of like how it how is it does it does it this exist this way because it's not it's measurable, right?、Um, mm-hmm. They actually have like like visible results of people、mm-hmm. that. Are diagnosed or not diagnosed or misdiagnosed or all these other variations of what it is, and it and we talk about it like we understand like how the brain works and stuff, which、yeah. going through this entire fucking like years and years of just like just constantly like my 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 brain's adaptation to how it is that I was able to achieve was because of the like me not having the context of what it was that I was dealing with and then trying to do it the same way that everybody. That doesn't have ADHD, doesn't, or like、uh, people that don't have like some neurodivergent disorder or disease have it, right? So, I mean, there's some arguments of like it not not being a disease, or it, that it's actually just a variation of something or whatever. But like,、um, I think it, and it's controversial. But like, I think it it depends on how you frame it and how you approach a solution to a problem that exists, whether or not you think it's a fucking、uh, disorder or a disease or or it's. You know, an, an adaptation or whatever, right? But there's different cases of like this actually being a thing. So, so yeah, I heard that when when、um, I had suggested it, but it wasn't until I I think I hit rock bottom over and over and over again. And it's not the type of rock bottom that you would think that. Like, it's not like I'm I'm addicted to to drugs to a point where like you know I, like I'm not able to ma- maintain an assemblage of life. It's like I'm going through the motions of life. Pissed and angry and depressed and everything sucks and and like trigger warning. So like it's getting it got to a point where like、uh, I'm like going through the phases of like、uh, of what would lead up to suicide,、mm-hmm. and then it wasn't until later after I, I after I, and do your fucking research. Like I, I'm saying it I'm I'm saying it just as a, as a point of of、uh, a fact, but like there's there's a Process that happens,、um, and 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 what leads up to it. It's not something that just like happens right away. It, it's like、mm-hmm. it, it's it's the fact that like it builds up over time, and then you start to like rationalize it to yourself, and it's like it gets to a point where like there doesn't seem to be an alternative because no one no one told you otherwise, right? 
So that's mm-hmm. when that was like another that was like another thing when like when I started to realize that myself. Um, I was like went into therapy and then like that's actually the time when I discovered that it was it was uh, was ADHD. And but you you making yeah. that realization enabled you to now figure out okay I need to figure out how to manage this right yeah yeah and so I'm guessing this was probably a big turning point in your life yeah yeah so like so I mean it wouldn't be and I do think it it does depend on like your your lived experiences right because like when you're growing up and and you have people that are around you that are supportive like even if you have ADHD you might not you might not experience like like uh, a social isolation in the same degree of like uh mm-hmm. say for like a, an asian kid that grows up in a in a town with like three other asian kids that speak english and everybody else is like an international student or whatever right um in a school of like you know i don't know how many kids were there i think it was like five to five hundred to a thousand i don't know like I, I i can't remember how many but like people's experiences with it seem to be very dramatically different like i i never told anybody what I actually thought like it was it was like mm-hmm. I was always kind of like hiding or lying to myself about like what it is that I I thought was or was not like that sort of thing um I think I might like people may have even caught me like just making shit up at times <laughs> like some I don't know some story like not now I'm like I'll say something and I'm like wait that never happened I don't know why the fuck I said that um or like why I or like I'll talk I'll talk uh-huh. about something like I know about it and then and then later I'm like wait I, I know I sound really confident right now but I actually don't know anything. Don't I'm know. actually, I'm like working this out <laughs> as I talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, like the the people I remember that may have had it also, like people, have, it's a spectrum. So people have it at varying degrees. The, I think the reason why, why it became such a, a big thing for me was because it contextualized how I, I could approach things afterwards. Mm-hmm. So like in the beginning, even if it, if it was ADHD, like I had to go through this entire process of trying to like figure out, okay, so now what do I do? Which eventually led to like my, you know, taking like simulant medication and and that sort of thing to help manage it. But Mm -hmm. if the alternative was that like, I would have to learn how to, how to manage like my, what's called emotional dysregulation. So like, that was the thing that drove me. Cause if you think about like how something like that forms, it's like, um, it's like, if I have, so if you think of it as like a, like, and I'm, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not a medical profession. I know I tried, but mm-hmm. uh, um, um, yeah, not there yet. So, uh, mm-hmm. but just as a caveat, as I'm talking about this, but just what I've learned so mm-hmm. far is that like, if you think of it as, as a very, uh, in a very overgeneralized kind of like a dopamine deficiency, right? Like dopamine is the thing mm-hmm. that makes us, you know, motivated to do stuff and whatever. But like, if you imagine like that as a constant, like subset, like it's constantly just lower. I remember saying stuff to like uh, even even Janet, like she would ask, like after we did like a, a yoga session or whatever, she'd be like, hey, can you put away your mat? And I'd be sitting on the couch and I'd look at her and I'd say, I can't explain to you why I feel like this right now, but there's not like, I so hate the idea of getting up and rolling that thing up and like taking the 30 mm-hmm. seconds that would take me to do it, that if you could do that for me, <laughs> I know it sounds like fucking horrible, but I told her like I couldn't explain it. Like I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Like I still didn't know mm-hmm. what it was at that time. And after I got like all the tests and all the, all this stuff and like yeah. all, everything, they were like, they were like, yeah, that's it's like adult ADHD. Like after, because I, mm-hmm. I I challenged the doctors when when they when they told me that it wasn't possible for me to go to college and and graduate and all that if I had AD if I actually had ADHD, mm-hmm. and then. 
talk to a psychologist and they were like, well, if you have a higher, I higher IQ and your IQ changes through, you know, cause it's all like, like the reference point is like age and all that sort of stuff. So like, um, if you had a higher IQ or whatever, or you were gifted, whatever they call, mm -hmm. whatever you would, whatever qualifies being in that category, um, then, then it is possible. And we've seen that and they've seen that a lot. So like, I've had to actually like push back to my doctors and, and kind of tell them, cause not every doctor knows like the, like this, yeah. this stuff is like, I mean, stuff that came up in the last decade. Uh, and if you think about like the age of most doctors that you go to, I mean, yeah, a lot, a lot of them are like our, our age now, but a lot of the, the doctors that have been in practice for a while, they don't necessarily keep up with like every single nuance of every mm -hmm. single thing. Cause there's so much, yeah, so much yeah. coming up like in terms of discoveries. So like, yeah, but after I got that context, I, uh, I was able to start working towards not just how to manage it, but what everything was because I remember people telling me all the time, like what I said doesn't make sense. And it didn't make sense to me why it didn't make sense, like for other people. Mm -hmm. But I, I had to, I ended up learning like different skills along the way. I think the first time I, I got exposed to even like, uh, uh, just like different memorization techniques and all that sort of stuff was through um, like a Dale Carnegie. Like he, he wrote a book, like mm -hmm. how, to, yeah. how to, what was it? Like how to make, how to make friends and something relationships or otherwise. Um, mm -hmm. Didn't read it, but I went through the program. <laughs> I went through the mm -hmm. training program, like in my IT consulting job. And that that might've been like the start of what got me into understanding that there was like more to know than what it is that we think we know. So I have all these like different philosophies and stuff that I picked up along the way because um, just circumstantially, like I, ha I felt like for me, I had to learn it and, and to learn how to navigate it but in turn, it's helped me kind of transition that to helping other people and, and guide them through what it is that might be troubling them because, you know, yeah, it's, it's not like the way we live now. It's not easy. So, yeah. So, so your data scientist path, though, was that before or after you discovered this? Because so you this got is, your master's yeah. in, in data science, right? This is before. Like, was that before? Yeah, this is before. So before you discovered it, you yeah. were already on the path to yep. becoming a, a data scientist. Yep. Why yep. did you choose that? So uh, the reason why I chose it in the beginning, I didn't know this. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like I've worked with coaches and I've worked with like uh, uh, therapists and stuff. And, and they, mm -hmm. they, they ask you a lot of questions about like why, right? Like why, you know, mm -hmm. what is it? Like what do you think it is, right? Um, no such thing as the right answer, et cetera, et cetera. So like the reason why I did it <laughs> is because I was sick of everybody telling me that I was wrong. Like when I, mm -hmm. when I knew that, when I knew that I, I had the numbers and I, and I knew that I could gather enough information to show that objectively, like this is the answer, right? Like for now mm -hmm. in this context, like this is the answer. Um, of course I didn't say it that way at the time, right? Like I didn't know mm -hmm. that cause I didn't finish my program yet, but like, I was so frustrated at like how people were telling me that they're like, no, that's not important. I'm like, what do you mean it's not important? Like this is, this is, this is the reason why this other problem exists, right? Like this is mm -hmm. like all while I'm in the, like I'm, I'm, I'm in like kind of getting information from people, prototyping stuff. And I'm trying to like show other people like, Hey dude, this is a problem. We need to fix this. Right? Like I know that it's, this is by design, but, um, like nobody uses it this way. Like you think people use it this way. We need to change a fucking design. And they would be like, no, no, it's not, it's, it's, fine. it's just, it's just you. Right. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, 
what the fuck, man? Like, th this isn't just me. This is like, like hundreds of people are telling me like in, in a, in a pool of like, uh, like, you know, 8,000, whatever, 10,000, that's, that's still mm -hmm. enough to suggest like, they're the only ones that reported this. They're using this function. That's still a lot, right? When you're talking about yeah. millions and, and, and millions of people using these devices. Uh, but they wouldn't fucking listen to me. And then it's it, that extended into operations. Like, like, Hey, you're burning people out. Like people are getting tired. Mm -hmm. People are getting sick. Right. Like people are using people are like not showing up to work and no one fucking listened to me. And I was like, so pissed <laughs> again, still mm -hmm. at the time where like I'm being driven by like, just, just f being frustrated about everything that I didn't see another way out until I, I learned more about like, how do I get, like, how do I make something so like so substantial that you cannot ignore mm -hmm. it anymore. And at the mm -hmm. time, the solution was like, okay, AI, data science, cool. I didn't even know mm -hmm. what the fuck I was, like I didn't know that what I was doing was would, would be in the realm mm -hmm. of data science. So I was already doing like some of the work that would take. Yeah. Um, and I, it led me to the conclusion where that, that should be the thing to do. So I, I found a program, one that was gonna, yeah, like my, sure, ADHD. Like I'm like, like I don't want to fucking take my what? What is that? The GR? Is it the not GRE? Uh, um, the G? Was it? I guess keep on thinking like GMAT, GMAT but or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like to to get into your your master's program or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I, I found a school that would let you just just uh uh if you were already a professional in the in yeah the field. A, a lot of schools a lot of schools actually don't need that anymore as long yeah as that's like awesome good fucking that was stupid like yeah. waste the money man i mean i'm saying yeah. that too because like i suck it like i i mean i can't give enough <laughs> shit yeah i can't give enough <laughs> shits about mm -hmm. like fucking bozo the clown like waiting in a mm -hmm. and whether or not you understand like whether or not you care about how i care or comprehended this fucking story about a clown riding a car or whatever the fuck like mm -hmm. i remember i remember that question specifically because i took the standardized mm -hmm. test that i score horribly on and i could not mm -hmm. fucking man i i will tell you there's so many instances like after i i realized that that's what it was and and I did not diagnose myself. I, I went through mm -hmm. like the entire, pro like it took months for me to go through mm -hmm. because I was like, this, nothing else explains it. Like, please tell me if I'm wrong, right? Um, but mm -hmm. what you're saying is based off like, yeah. So I went through the entire thing and, and I, I had to know because like I was, I, I didn't know what else to do at the time because it kept on, it kept on happening. And, mm -hmm. and I didn't have the right context to like understand where to go. But yeah, like after I, I had that reason of like, Y'all keep on telling me I'm fucking wrong. I know I'm not. Here's the reason why. And like putting all the data and all that stuff together. And I, I was able to, to do it after I, after I got it and I'm able to like, you know, do some pretty amazing stuff now that I didn't know how to do before, but like, well, I, I mean, I have feelings about it, but like it, there's, there's so many different ways to do it. That it like you can't even fathom like how many like the, the the limitless combinations of things that you can do with with uh within how many tools and stuff that are out there like how many different um like platforms are out there to be able to do this stuff now but like i realized the real problem was actually people <laughs> after that because <laughs> you you can show someone something no matter how statistically significant or how like obvious the answer is in the context of like and you're like i didn't even inject my own opinion into this shit i just ran an algorithm from like someone else's thing and like it's it gets you a general sense of the answer and like look at it right the answer is so clearly mm -hmm. so if i adjust this it's gonna be like even more clear that like this thing is happening and they're like no no 
I, I, I don't see it. Like, that's not what I've heard. And I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> that's like my life now. But, uh, <laughs> so like, it's, it's, uh, there's, there's a continuous, like, um, there's a continuous process to this whole thing, uh, of like getting to that. And if we like talk about like the data world and, and that sort of stuff, um, this conversation is going to go on fucking forever, but like there's, there's the people avenue to kind of, because if people do not understand the context of like what it is that you are talking about, even on a, even at an abstract sense, even as like, even at a, like connecting the strategy to the tactics type of sense where like if a strategy is like kind of like the vision, like where we want to land or like where we want to go and, and like kind of, like who would all be involved in like getting this thing to happen. And the tactics is more like the how and the what's and that sort of stuff where like you connect it and, and that way it tells you when you measure in between, like that you're moving closer to the thing that you want to get to. Right. So there's ways to go about doing that. But if people don't have the context to even understand that it, it, that's the thing that, that I find myself explaining to people a lot, like in the, in the data science um, kind of analytics and data space is is that part of it because even if you you know use these tools or like even if you know you know how to do an excel or like work with an excel spreadsheet like even at a rudimentary level like you're not going to be able to know how this thing that you're using rolls up into like a multi-billion trillion you know terabyte like data source mm -hmm. row thing um and and what type of format it needs to be in unless like you actually know that that that's a thing so i find mm -hmm. uh that i spend a lot of time um like explaining that stuff to people so that's where i landed no, like <laughs> and I, I don't know if we want to call it fortunate or blessed or maybe destined and and i don't believe in destiny personally but like if you look at the story you just told, mm -hmm. I would have expected that you had ADHD and you didn't know this whole time mm -hmm. and, and you weren't receiving the right support from the people who could help you or influence you because they didn't know or they didn't believe or for whatever reason, right? Mm -hmm. and, and there were these struggles you hit and I would have expected you found out what you had Right, you had ADHD, mm -hmm. and so, you know, with, with people, yeah, they call it a disorder, mm -hmm. but it's not like you only have issues. Like there are things you excel in as well. Like you're gifted in certain things, right? Yeah. And yeah, I would have expected, sure. okay, Brian, you're like, I know what I'm gifted in, so I'm gonna go down a path. But I find it so interesting. You started going down the path of data science, a path that you can leverage what your gifts are. Mm -hmm before you even fully discovered you had it yeah yeah i mean that was i feel like that's that's true with everything like everything that i've done <laughs> in my life like like whenever anybody asks me like mm -hmm. uh these questions like it's this is like a very um i didn't know this either but like uh, like until like after i discovered that that what i truly had was adhd it wasn't just a, a question mm -hmm. anymore is that like whenever anybody when i read multiple choice questions like what the fuck do i answer if like it's none of none of them <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like uh you'll you'll see people that that have like 
that are neurodivergent that like i would be always be told like don't read into the question I'm like what do you mean don't read into the question like you mean know what you know exactly what you mm -hmm. know when you wrote this question and you were only thinking about what you were thinking even though there's like all these other things that influence it that's that mm -hmm. seems kind of stupid to me like of course i would get kind of annoyed and pissed or like pissed at a teacher that like got that told them mark their question wrong about like uh, uh like what's the cell wall for in a plant and mm -hmm. and uh my answer was like it's to keep alien objects out of the plant right but i'm i'm fucking eight, like i'm like in eighth grade so like i i, I try to lever i try to use what i learned like the word in the sentence when i was taking this test and she thought that i was talking about alien objects as in like aliens from outer space and she did not give me the fucking <laughs> Wait, what? Are you serious? Yeah, no, that really happened. I got I got yelled at because I uh uh because I went back to her and I was trying to explain to her like I wasn't talking about aliens from outer space. I was talking about alien alien to the plant, right? But exactly. I'm, Even yeah. I, I caught that when you were explaining right. it down. That's but she so shut crazy. me. But she shut me down. Yeah, she shut me down like before I even finished that sentence. So like, and of course, like I'm a fucking kid and I'm Asian and like uh uh like I'm socially awkward. So I probably didn't even say it that way. I probably just stared at her and was like but this question <laughs> and then i don't but that's how but that's Whoa. the thing that's the stuff i remember right and i had to like mm -hmm. uh um i had to consolidate all this stuff so like in a way i mean i think you're right like there were things that that now i lean into it right because now i know what it is so before it just seemed like like uh my reality was people telling me that what i was doing was incorrect and i'm like but i don't know how else to do it like this is the only way that this makes sense to me and you can tell like when I sometimes when I talk, like I'll go on these like crazy tangents uh, where like people, people are like, how the fuck did you get there? And, and I'll forget mm -hmm. that I, there was a bridge. <laughs> there was like mm -hmm. some there was a there was a jump that I made <laughs> that I'd never explained to someone that, that there was something in the middle. But I mean, I can laugh about it now. But before, man, it was like uh, it was it was hard to um, explain to people like why it was that I was thinking what I was thinking. So that's kind of the reason um why I, I kind of had to transition once i understood that like what this was to like find understand how it is that i understand things and how that's different from how people understand things so that mm -hmm. i can actually communicate with everybody else in a way that's not like i'm all over the fucking place but yeah i had to i had to actually learn like empathy and 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 like communication skills and like how it is that people actually communicate and how it is people come to mm -hmm. conclusions all this other stuff it's interesting about that too is um data science is what what led me to start looking into and, and keeping up with like research on like neuroscience and and that sort of thing because um like one of the some of the machine learning algorithms are based off of like neural networks and that's actually designed off of like how it is that people's brains operate mm -hmm. and that i don't think anybody else in that in that fucking class like picked up on it but i was like when i heard that i was like wait what wait so mm -hmm. if you if you tell the thing like this is the thing that you're supposed to predict and here's all the other information it just does it like it just comes to the conclusion and then they're like yeah it just depends on what kind of data you give it right because you can skew data so mm -hmm. and i'm like holy shit wait does that mean that uh if i just consume this information that I will come to some sort of conclusion if I decide that that's mm -hmm. what I want, right? And I did a bunch of experiments and and it turns out like, yeah, I mean, it, mm -hmm. you can. It's just not in the way that we've been taught in school. So like in school, you're like, you're like, here, here's this thing that I'm teaching you in this really boring, obscure way. You just have to know it because you got to know it to get good fucking grades. 
And then in my mind, I'm like, wait, I'm trying to understand how to use this. Where does it apply? Like, why would I mm-hmm. have this? Right. And those associations are actually critically important to like know to be able to apply the shit that you pick up on. But anyway, like that, that stuff, that stuff is actually, that stuff gets me excited now because now I, I'm able to like, when I, when I talk to people, like I can actually see like how it is that they're arriving to a certain conclusion based off of the context of what they know. So now Mm -hmm. my job is to then get them to understand the context of the things that they don't know, but I know. So like, and, Mm -hmm. and everywhere else, right? Like that's also true for me. So it, it like, like those types of things are the things that I guess if you can call it an advantage, uh, I don't know if I would frame it as a, it's just different, right? Like I, I, w- I would mm-hmm. say like it's it's looking at things in a way that people aren't conventionally trained to look at it. So, but the thing is about like our how our brains work in terms of like learning and stuff like that. That in general, at a very um, like high level, like it's kind of true for everybody, um, any human anyway. Like even animals too, though. Like you repeat the same thing enough yeah. times, like the animal's gonna fucking do it. So like it's it's that sort of stuff. So anyway, I know. Like, I, a- yeah, I I feel like you're you're in a pretty good place. Like based on what you've been through, I feel like you're you're definitely on a path that that fits you, right? Like fits yeah, yeah. your personality and where you can be happy. Where man, that's that's not common. Like, right? Yeah. No, I I I totally. Right? Um, I'm like I'm like totally grateful for for mm-hmm. where I landed given all these other you know challenges and i only listed like some of them right like the i mean and that's Mm -hmm. true for everybody you can only talk so much about like all the shit that everybody goes through because everybody goes through shit but i i i do find myself to be incredibly um privileged in the sense that i had whatever influence or whatever insight or whatever as as a circumstance of like whatever situation and what i had available to me kind of led me to the place where i am now so i mean sure it sucked and i actually did go through like an entire like kind of grieving process and like this post like what the fuck i i lost all this time like i was i was like doing this shit for like my entire like young adulthood and now as as like uh well into my adulthood now i find so th- i had this like kind of shit outlook for for a long time until i understood like what it was and where i was so when you when we really think about it it's like yeah even though like life is fucking hard man no one ever it was never supposed i mean i don't it was never supposed to be easy and like we yeah and and if you think about like how it is that that like humans ourselves like kind of evolved to exist on like the the way that we exist today dude we're like machines of survival like yeah we are so machines of survival we make the environment in the way that we want it so that we can survive like just not even yeah. and and not even just survive mm-hmm. but like thrive to the point where we like don't give a fuck about the environment anymore it's like mm-hmm. it's like well i'm not gonna be here when mm-hmm. it's not gonna be here anymore and not yeah. and like that's that leads us to a completely different like uh set of problems mm-hmm. that we're we're all gonna have to fucking figure out like even now but uh yeah yeah i'm i'm when i look at where it is that we all kind of came from and and where we could go now dude it's it's like there i can actually say that i i don't know that there is a limit um and genuinely mean that Mm -hmm. like it's yeah i don't know there's like so much that that we haven't even sorted through yet but um yeah i'm lucky man like i i really do think that that i was able to like even 
if I was to even get into like my relationship with my my wife and and all the stuff that we had to go we had to like uh, you know mm -hmm. work through because we've been married like we're over seven years now right and and mm -hmm. I, there's a lot of things that that I'm sure you know too that you have to work mm -hmm. through to to get to that point yeah. and it's not it's not um it's not easy these days especially mm -hmm. with you know all the stuff that we're exposed to like in the dating world and and how different things are and how like you know, we're we're talking about like corporate world and stuff too to be able to actually find the balance to have a decent fucking relationship with someone exactly, and like really understand yeah. what it means you know it's like mm -hmm. it's it's not it's not easy for sure but um i can i can genuinely say too that like even now it's not done and and mm -hmm. i'm glad it's not like what what else would there be if there wasn't like us something to continue to figure out right like mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's the goal like or that's that's like a, at a very high level that's like the mission and like you know every individual person's part in that um is just leading it a little bit more more in that um in that way and it's just that's the process but you know these are the types of things that you don't get you don't get taught in school for sure oh that, yeah yeah that a lot of us these there's are a lot things, of things yeah these are things many people probably will never ever figure out like you and I can probably name like 20 people right now that stayed on that doctor path. You know what I mean? Like that's a metaphor. Like I'm not saying they're all doctors. Is that a metaphor? Because I know some people that are on that doctor path. Oh, that, yeah. Doctor <laughs> path. But whether they're, they're you know, they could be lawyers. You yeah. know what I mean? But they, yeah. they stayed on that path regardless of whether that's the right one for who they are. Right. 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 And, and they probably to this day or may never, ever come to the realization you, you've come. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I can probably say that about myself too. Like, I don't think I've made the same realization like you have. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I'm, I'm still somewhat still on a path that, you know, this is not like my dream path or, or <laughs> am I leveraging my, my optimal skills or anything like that? Like, yeah. like probably not, but for you like you, you're you've definitely it's like everyone has their strengths but mm -hmm. you've like you've figured out how to how to utilize it i would say well thanks and also <laughs> and also that um in my mind it's 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 what works best for me and i think that like that mm -hmm. that this realization thing too is is like uh it's it's different for every individual person. And the thing is it changes too, depending on like what mm -hmm. you know and what you've discovered, but that's, that's normal. Like that's the process. Right. So like mm -hmm. when <laughs> I, I hear like, I hear people say like these gurus and stuff, like love the process. And I, and sometimes I wonder if they actually know what that means. Like depending on who it is, <laughs> uh, you get like, uh -huh. like a, you know, like a 16 year old, like TikTok star. That's like, Oh, you gotta love the process and all this stuff. And maybe they know, right? Because they are a TikTok. Mm -hmm. So maybe they had to like by circumstance, like they actually had to 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 like work through that stuff at that age. But like they're it's it's unique to to all of us, is is like the way that I, I see it. But we all operate from like the same if we get to a point where we all operate like from the same core, like fundamental like ideology, as long as like that that is an accessible thing it'd be easier to kind of understand each other. 
Mm-hmm. It's not the same ideology, but like it's like the the rule, the governing rules of like fucking science, uh, and if not science, then the fucking universe. If not the fucking universe, mm-hmm. then like whatever, whatever uh, uh, god that <laughs> that is that's relevant to you, right? Or like that's that's uh, um, represented for you. So like mm-hmm. it's and and the variation is very broad. Like if you think about mm-hmm. if you think about like how different. A human or a person is in like say point anywhere on on the globe right like we all we all operate like we can't even imagine how different some people are and like how they live and all this stuff and i i never really understood that until um i started to like look more into like the the neurosciences that that not just neuroscience but then also data also you know fucking physics and like all this other stuff that like that it's all taught as a separate thing and i think that's part of the problem is that no one knows how to like actually like these are all kind of influencing off of each other and and like yeah but it's it's mm-hmm. it's a thing that i think we're all getting to so and like this podcast is kind of part of that too right it's like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we 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 talk about stuff or we're planning on talking about stuff that you don't typically hear about like on a day to day, like I don't talk like this in, in my corporate environment or at like mm-hmm. work to everybody, like maybe to people I mentor or like, you know, um, maybe I'll, I'll drop a, a few nuggets on, uh, of like just things that, that I know or, or share knowledge when we're like coaching or when I'm coaching someone. But like outside of that, yeah, we don't really get exposed to this type of stuff, Mm-mm. but yeah. So, so, uh, before we end this, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you have tons of life lessons that you could share, but if you had to pick one, one what, what's one piece of wisdom you want to share to the listeners? Oh, Out of your life story that you shared today, what's one thing you want someone to remember? I'm trying to say it in a way where it's not so obscure that like mm-hmm. sounds like some spiritual bullshit. because like it it takes it takes a lot of information to like kind of see intuitively like how it's connected but um i think there's a lot people could have gotten out of today mm -hmm. but what would be one like you want someone to be able to walk away with at least here's here's a here's an easy one well not really easy but Mm -hmm. i think in our society we're we're conditioned to in our society, we're conditioned to be right, right? And that results in a lot of the inability to like shift uh, and, and change because you have this predisposed belief that you can't or you shouldn't or things should be a certain way. The thing that I usually tell people is that you fail until you don't. That's like, mm-hmm. that's what learning is, Right. So when mm-hmm. I say, yeah, you'll fail until you don't. Like that's what, whatever it is that you're trying to get to, right? Or like whatever it is that you, you're trying to learn or do or whatever. I would say that, that with that message, you understand that you don't need to judge yourself or don't need to like not start something because like, you know, you're afraid that you wouldn't be good at it, but fucking no one's good at it until, until you, you, 
go through the process you figure it out and you get better at it and you figure out like all the different little nuances and all this other stuff i see a lot of posturing uh that people will do because they're afraid to be seen as like incompetent but Mm -hmm. what a lot of people don't know is that when you're in front of someone that's an expert (laughs) in front of other people that are experts uh Mm -hmm. pretending to know something that we don't we there's no way we can know everything um mm-hmm. that actually makes that <laughs> makes you look more incompetent more incompetent than 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 mm-hmm. you actually would be right or like or mm-hmm. or uh yeah and you got you actually miss out on on opportunities to to hear out like what it is that other people know so you're, you're missing out on opportunities to learn when when those things happen mm-hmm. so yeah you fail until you don't that's uh in a, in a simple easy I like that yeah I, I, sentence i like that one yeah all right brian thanks for sharing your story today. yeah that was that was a yeah that was that was a long one <laughs> i was thinking about oh. talking forever but hopefully it was uh therapeutic too <laughs> <laughs> uh no I've, I've had these conversations enough like there'd be there was there was a time when i wouldn't be able to go like talk through that unless uh like without like getting emotional about it but uh and that mm-hmm. wasn't that long ago so mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah man that was uh it was uh, this is uh it's always good to share okay i hope you enjoyed that after school episode we're glad you joined us and hopefully was able to get some insight into brian's life feel free to check out our twitter at distract head thank you all so much for checking out the episode please subscribe to the podcast if you're interested in hearing more or just need something to distract you from life once in a while we have episodes coming out every few weeks Hope to see you again next time.